Welcome to episode 23. Today, I am answering the question, how does toy minimalism work with different age siblings? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. Hi there, this is Danae. Welcome to episode 23. Today I'm taking a question about toy minimalism. Toy minimalism is something that we've been talking about a lot on the blog and on the podcast recently. We're getting ready to launch the Toy Detox. If you want to sign up for that, go ahead and visit the show notes at simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 22 and I'll have the link for you there. So today's question comes from Meredith and she writes, how do you recommend setting up a playroom for siblings? My boys are seven months, two, and five. Are the 25 toys you recommended spanning all those ages? In which case, genius. Certainly, they all love magnetiles, and they use them differently. Just curious on your thoughts for creating an atmosphere that everyone benefits from. Thanks for your question, Meredith. I actually get this question quite frequently, so I'm glad to be able to address it here on the podcast. So in case you're not familiar with the list of the 25 toys that Meredith is referring to in her question, I have a list on the blog of the best simple 25 toys. And I'll put a link for that in the show notes as well at simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 23. So to answer the first part of that question, Meredith, is yes, the list of the 25 simple toys is designed to serve a children of various ages and of both genders. It's absolutely possible to set up a space that serves multiple ages. And I'm going to give you three main things to keep in mind when you're doing this. The first thing is that I really believe that baby toys aren't all that necessary. Babies need things that they can pick up and they can hold and they can chew on and they can touch and explore for sensory reasons. But they don't have to be baby toys specifically. With my first child, I did have an array of baby toys, but I noticed with my second child, she mostly just wanted to pick up and play with whatever my older child was playing with. So as long as it wasn't a choking hazard, I just kind of let her go to town with whatever it was. Not only was she interested in the big kid toys more, but I felt like starting from the very beginning, having my son sharing his toys and practicing sharing toys with the baby was a good thing to get into the habit of. So generally speaking, try to avoid including a lot of baby toys because they can play with a lot of the things that the big kids are playing with. You mentioned magnetiles, Meredith, and my one-year-old doesn't know how to properly use magnetiles, but she definitely knows how to stick them in her mouth and to carry them around in a bucket and to hide them under the sofa and do all sorts of creative things with them. My second suggestion is to try to avoid gendered toys. So these are toys that are very intentionally chosen for a boy or very intentionally chosen for a girl. I think boys really need to play with dolls. Sometimes we have the tendency to give boys action figures that focus on rescuing and saving. And the reality is that boys grow up to be men who do real everyday stuff like go to the grocery store and cook dinner. So if they have dolls that represent real everyday people, they can start acting out those roles too. But if you have dolls that are adorned in sparkly pink dresses, boys might not be as likely to take to them as if you have some simple, more gender-neutral dolls. On the same token, if you think about trucks, girls definitely need to play with trucks and cars and that sort of thing. I have a friend who told me that her daughter loves to play with trucks. She likes to lay the trucks down and cover them up with blankets. 
And you'll find that often there is something to be said about gender roles and toys. And girls do have a tendency to take towards more nurturing toys like dolls and blankets and that, and stuffed animals and that sort of thing. But there's definitely room for opening up opportunities to play with in different ways with the traditional boy toys and the traditional girl toys. So don't get stuck in this mindset of these toys are for boys and these toys are for girls and I need to buy half and half if you have one of each. So my final and most important suggestion is to fill your play space with open toys. Now in the toy detox, I talk more about the difference between open toys and closed toys. Open toys are toys that can be used for open-ended play. They can be used creatively. You can innovate with them. They are things like kitchen sets and things like blankets that can be turned into a cape or a fort or a dress. Toys and items that can be used in many different ways by many different children over long periods of time. Now on the flip side of this are closed toys. So closed toys are things like puzzles and shape sorters and anything that can be mastered or completed. Now these toys definitely have great developmental benefits to them, but the problem with them is once they're completed, kids are done with them and they don't really hold their attention as long. So once they work through them and they complete them, then they're done with them. So you need to have more of them to keep kids busy and to keep them occupied. They also tend to be more specific to ages. So if you think about puzzles, if you have three children of different ages, you're going to need three very different puzzles. Versus if you have a dollhouse with dolls and furniture, that's a toy that could be used by many children over various ages for long periods of time. So try to strike a balance of about 75% open toys to 25% closed toys. By doing that, you're going to be able to have less toys in your play space, and you're going to create more opportunities for creativity and innovation. So the takeaway for today is try to focus on finding toys that can be used in many different ways by kids of various ages and both genders. We're going to be talking more about this in the Toy Detox. And again, if you're interested in signing up, visit the show notes, simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 23. Thank you for tuning in. Jump over to simplefamilies.com to join the email list. That's the best way to stay in touch. And make sure to hit subscribe so you get all the new shows as they come out. Have a good one.